Hi, everybody. Just jumping in here at the top of the episode to say that these next four episodes are going to be a little bit different than the last 20. Uh, We're going to do a little interlude between chapters two and three of Green Mountain Mysteries. And each of these episodes is going to feature a different guest voice actor that has not been on the show before. Kind of a way to give the characters a little bit of downtime, a little bit of breathing room, and to show off some of the uh, cool people that we know. So, uh, enjoy! This one's going to open after a bit of a passage of time, so we're going to start mid-February, and everyone's had a little bit of a chance to get some R&R, do some research, and uh, push their own personal projects forward with no major supernatural distractions. Well, until now. Desdemona. Yes? It is a cold February day, and you have been doing your best to research on a variety of topics. Uh, You've been working on trying to understand some of this more potent magical stuff you've been dealing with, with Warden Beaumont. You've also been leaning on your history major background to try to uh, figure out what you can about the the ship that kind of got dredged up by what you assume is some sort of unpleasant magic. And uh, you, you think that you've got a pretty solid lead on where that's going. And uh, your work is interrupted in the middle of the day by a uh, knock at the door. All right. Um, Desdemona is going to quickly just look at her uh, appointment book, see if she has an appointment scheduled for a reading. Um, and uh, then she's going to go to check on the door. You don't have an appointment scheduled for right now. Uh, I assume that 12... 37 is not a typical appointment time? No, not usually. Yeah. So, would that be running late? You don't know. Or very <laughs> yeah. early. Uh, or very late. So, well, she'll still check the door. Okay. Do you have a like a peephole or do you just open the door? Um, I'm pretty sure that uh what it is is um the through the porch there's um like a regular door. But um, behind that is a, a door that's half of it's a screen door. So she would open the first inside door and then would be able to see whoever's on the other side through the half screen door. Okay. Uh, well, it is the last person that you would expect to darken your door. But there she is, darkening your door after all of these years. It's your mother. She's going to slam the door quickly. And then open it again. Is she still there? Your mother's here, Desi. (laughs) What in the goddamn... That was quite a rude reception. What... What what are you doing here? Uh, Can't a mother visit her daughter? Probably after calling to see if it's okay. I didn't have time to call you, darling. I, I just needed to see you straight away. Did something happen? No, no, sweetheart. Everything's fine. I'm just feeling a little strange. Uh, okay. Um. I. Uh, I c- come in. Uh. I. Uh, do you. Do you want some tea? 
I'm okay. You know me. I can't really drink anything after 9 a.m. Gets me into too much trouble. <laughs> Wasn't going to put anything in it. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, why don't, uh, go c- come in. Have, have a seat, I guess. It's just been the strangest thing, do you see? I've been trying to get in touch with friends and family. Can't get a hold of anybody, but you're the only person that I can talk to. Well, I'm... This is the first time you've reached out to me. I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't seen or heard, heard from you in like seven, eight years now. Well, seven or eight years between family. Well, um, a good chunk of time actually. Um, how have you been? Oh, sweetheart, I've been, I've been pretty good. Like I said, haven't been feeling too well lately. But other than that, feeling pretty good. I haven't seen your father. But, um, you know, Daddy, he's uh, probably drinking at stoplights again, trying to avoid a DUI. Oh, my gosh. Oh, nothing's changed, has it? Nothing's changed. Um, what, what? Why are you here, Mom? Why? Oh, well, sweetheart, I mean, I just thought that uh, since it's been a few years that uh, maybe we could get you back into that talk show circuit. You know, darling, I I know how much you loved those when you were a little girl. Absolutely not. That is not okay. But Desi, I'm here to help you, sweetheart. I mean, I could get you on any show that you'd like. I I do not want to be on any show. I... I I have a good life right now. It's a quiet life, but it is on my own terms. And honestly, one of the better reasons why it's so good is because I cut out the toxicity that came with you and dad. Well, my goodness, that is a lot for you to say. You always were such a contrary child. I don't understand why you always have to be so difficult. I do have a question. I do have a question for you, um, Jacqueline. How does this make Rose feel? I mean, I'm very disappointed in my daughter. Uh, are you are you still trying to be persuasive or ha- has this become sort of like an anger thing or what? I mean, she always gets like this, you know, where she says, no, she tries to ruffle my feathers, but I'm her mama and I know best. It just takes a little time to break down her walls. OK, so. I I will say then that uh yep what uh what you notice uh Desdemona about your mother Rose is that uh she's she's got that appearance to her that she she tended to have when she was you know making making talk to get people to do what she wanted uh studio executives etc she seems fairly kind of dressed up for it like almost exaggeratedly so which is odd because it's you that she's trying to convince not some some guy that can be you know sort of wooed that way okay contrary child i didn't even have a childhood because of you what are you talking about, darling? You traveled all over the united states you traveled internationally you had the best tutors you know, you had your parents with you the whole time. You had a beautiful, wonderful childhood. A childhood, by the way, that you were very lucky to have. And you should be I, quite thankful to me for having I, it. I just wanted to be a normal kid. Okay? 
I I didn't want to be on TV. I didn't want to be your one-trick pony. I just wanted to go to school. And... (sighs) Mom... (sighs) Tell me right now why I shouldn't go immediately to try to get a restraining order. Because I'm getting a headache. Dizzy, dizzy, dizzy. Just sit down, darling. I know how you get your headaches. I know how your gift can trouble you from time to time. Why don't you just let Mama take care of you? No, I haven't needed you for seven years. I am 23 years old. I am an adult. I have been on my own since I was 15. I do not need you. I didn't need you then, and I don't need you now, and I'm not going to need you tomorrow or in two weeks from now or next year or 10 years from now. Well, if you don't need me as your mother, can we be friends? Friends don't just go to somebody's home and demand that they go on talk shows, Mother. Darling, then I'll just take you up on that drink you first offered me. Let's start there. It was tea, straight. What kind of tea would you like? Chamomile, please. I'll be right back. I mean, you definitely have chamomile tea. Yeah. No question. Of course. Uh, (laughs) You tea connoisseur. Oh, yeah. Um, Currently, you are alone in your house with just uh, your mother. And uh, you go and get tea for her. And uh, you bring that tea to her, I presume? Yes. Um, she might actually send a text message quickly um, to Albion. Might need you to run interference. Stay tuned. <laughs> I can guarantee you he is already on his way as soon as that text check comes in. <laughs> he is he is somewhere. It does not matter where. Let's just say he's at he's at the he's at quarterstaff uh games right now, looking at D and D stuff, and then he just gets that text and just is like, Hey man, can we continue this conversation later? I really got a jet. And he just is gone. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, chamomile tea. Good stuff, right? Yep, so she puts it down on a coaster in front of her mother and has a seat. Now, Dizzy, Wow, this is awkward. (sighs) Darling, I... I hope that we can get to know each other a little bit more. You know, I have been relatively absent for the last few years, and I apologize for that. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, your father and I, we, uh, we bought another house. So now we have four. Um, we took the private plane out a little bit. Your father loves to just draw giant genitalia on the radar. You know how he is. But, uh, I don't know, darling, just enjoying all the the money and everything that we've got, the beautiful life that we have, you know. Have you had any of that tea now? No. Waiting for it to cool, or? Yes. Okay, continue. I'm not I mean, it sounds like you're bragging a little bit, Mom. I'm not trying to brag, darling. You just asked what I was up to, and that was my answer. I mean, if the truth sounds, you know, hyperbolic, that's not my fault. I mean, since you're here, um, we we could go go next door and uh visit Grammy's headstone if you want. I'm sure you probably want to say hi. Oh, I would love that. Uh, there's a little store around the corner we can we can go get her some flowers if you want i would appreciate that very much i also think your grandmother would appreciate that very much 
Oh, well, I mean, she does. She tells me so when I go and bring her flowers and talk to her. So, yeah. That was always the most beautiful part of your gift, Desi. Being able to talk to our own family. And now you've decided to take a sip of that uh, delicious chamomile tea. It spills immediately to the ground. Oh, jeez. Oh, Desi, I'm so sorry. I I tried to pick it up and it uh, it just slipped through my hands. You, uh, You lift it to your lips and actually take a sip. And it spills immediately to the ground. What is happening? Uh, oh, oh, this is this is so terribly awkward. What's going on? Uh, uh, Christine, uh, make me an alertness, and your target is two. Zero. Cool. All right. <laughs> you didn't totally catch it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I would say this would be an opportune time for a car to pull in. Uh, if you want. He wasn't far, so. All right. Excuse me, I gotta get that. Okay, darling. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if this is a bad time, but I got your text and uh, I just I figured uh, something was up. Uh, something is up. Um, my mom is here. Huh. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Um. <clears throat> Albie just immediately runs his hands through his hair to try and smooth it out. <laughs> Uh, Albion, yeah, I would like you to make an alertness roll, and your target is two. My alertness is a five. There's no car in the driveway. Well, she'd take an Uber here or something. Uh, I don't know. Um, I opened the door, and there she was. All right. Well, um, I guess I should probably be introduced so I can run interference or whatever. Look. She she knows how to push my buttons. I, I I I need you for support. I need you for distraction, and possibly I need you to bodily remove her from my premises if I ask you to. Are are you able to do that? I can certainly try. I mean, you know me. I'm good at telling a long-winded bullshit story, so I can certainly distract someone. All right. Um, why don't you go into the parlor and uh, introduce yourself, and I'll get you a bottle of pop from the fridge. Dude, the fact that you're calling it pop makes a smile. I just, <laughs> that, uh, I'm sorry. It just it makes it warms my 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 cold little heart. Excuse <laughs> me. Nothing <laughs> cold about your heart, Albion. He's All gonna right. head into the parlor. Okay. Uh, there is a beautiful Southern Belle, uh, older lady, but uh, she's sitting there. She seems to be very well put together. Uh, you know, higher the hair, closer to God, kind of thing. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she she's clearly got some money and she's clearly got a lot of care put into her appearance. And uh, you, uh, Rose, see a young kind of androgynous looking guy with a ponytail and probably like a big old duster uh, uh, coming into the yeah, parlor. It's, it's it's not like to the ankles or knees. It's to his waist, but it's a it's a heavy it's a thick leather coat. And. He is definitely wearing a metal band tee under it. Uh, well, uh, hello there. My name's Albion. I'm a, I'm a friend of Des's, and uh, I suppose that makes you her mother. Oh well, enchanté. <laughs> she didn't tell me such a handsome tall glass of water was coming over. Well, uh, I, my name is Rose, like the flower. 
She didn't tell me if a handsome tall glass of water was coming over her eye. I wish she did. I would have dressed better. <laughs> oh, and you're funny. If you, see, if you see him, let me know. <laughs> How charming. Got your pop. Thank you kindly. Uh, I, do I see the tea on the floor? Uh, make me an alertness. Target four. Because you're not looking for it actively. All right. Uh, that is. Yeah, that's a that's a four. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, you do see that there is tea that has been spilled on the floor beneath Rose's seat. Oh, um, I, I can get that. Hold on. Um, he grabs, I grab a paper towel and I start wiping it up. Oh. Thank you, Albion. That chair is original to the house. Are you going to have any more of your tea there? I am quite parched, so I think I will take another sip. Okay, it dumps right onto Albion's head. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's very warm. I am so terribly, terribly sorry. I, I don't know what's come over me. I just cannot get this tea down to save my life. Christine, have Desdemona roll another alertness. This time target one. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's no tea spilled on your mother's face. At all. It it went through her. Uh, so, uh, Call back to earlier in our conversation where you were talking about my gift and its ability to talk to family members. Uh, she's just going to go over and kind of see if she can touch her mother on the cheek. Uh, well, currently you can. But it does not feel very good to do. It is a very cold thing to touch, and it also feels moist <laughs> in an unpleasant way. Is, and is everything alright? Mom? Lizzie, you haven't uh, touched, touched me in years. What do, what's up? When you say you haven't been feeling well, like, what specifically has been going on? Oh, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't been sleeping much. I, I don't really remember eating or drinking things in a while. Uh, I just have this strange sensation, you know? Like I just feel like I'm, I'm not entirely myself. How, how long have you felt like that? Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. I mean, at least a week, maybe a month. I kind of lost track. Well, it's, it's, it's February 2020. Like, how long have you, would you say you've been, because you don't feel right. 2020? Yes. It's 2020, Mother. Uh. Yeah, for some reason, just the dates don't seem familiar to you, and it's very difficult for you to place how long things have been between other things. The time and distance seems not to totally work in your own head right now. Uh, 2020 just doesn't... That doesn't sound right. I just, I don't remember New Year's with a, with a 20 in it. I just. She's going to reach for Rose's wrist and try to find a pulse. Okay. Uh, you find none. And it is just, again, really sucks. Cold and kind of slimy. Is this a sensation I would have felt before, having been a medium psychic? Have you ever physically interacted with a poltergeist? I mean, I would think so. 
Make me a lore check. And yeah. your target is a three. Five. Yep. That's a poltergeist. I've gotten enough context clues of what's going on where Albion's gonna... Well, I'm gonna let Christine react and I'm gonna... Albion's gonna open the site. Uh, mother? Um... I, I'm afraid I've got some, some, some news. Uh, it's it's a little bit shocking, but I it, think you're dead. What? Wait, what? Mom, you're you're not actually here. You're a ghost. <laughs> Divya, I think you must be mistaken. How could I possibly be dead? Albion's opening the site. Oh gosh, that is just your go-to. <laughs> okay. I took a bonus point in discipline just for this occasion. I'm ready. In Desdemona's house, this should be fun. Do I need to get out of the way? <laughs> He's opened the site in your house before. Does Desdemona need to get out of the way before you do that, buddy? Um, probably. I'll, he's He's got to be careful. That's fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, cool. So... Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have you roll your, um, mental defense first, and then, uh, roll your lore against it. Um, so what you're going to be dealing with is, uh, you're going to be dealing with, a, I'm going to say a three. Okay. I have a plus two now, and thank God I do. That was only a plus one. So yeah, I hit three. Sweet, you take no mental damage. Now give me that lore roll, same target. Lore, that is a plus three, and my lore is two, that's a five. Yep, that there is a massive ectoplasm. Hardened ectoplasm, in fact. It can interact with the world around it, like a poltergeist do. Close the site. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Miss Brown, but, uh, Mrs. Brown, my, my apologies. Um, but, um... I, I just double-checked. Don't ask me how it's complicated. And, uh, yeah, you are positively ectoplasmic. I, I just, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I always thought if I died, I mean, I would be in heaven, but this surely is not there. Well, I can guarantee you're not in hell unless you are very cynical about how Earth is doing. Oh, I, I just feel so confused. Uh, I'm gonna look at Des. You, you all right, Des? Uh, it's a lot. I'm, I'm feeling a lot right now. Uh, I'm like, Mom, what, what happened? I, I don't really remember much, sweetheart. I mean, there was a big hurricane, and uh, your father went out with a shotgun to shoot it. Uh, that's kind of the last thing I remember. Maybe a few years ago. Maybe, I don't I don't know what the timeline was, but the last thing I knew, I was trying to get into the basement. And then is, I was is dad, here. Is Dad gone too? Oh, sweetheart, I, I, I could never keep tabs on your father. <laughs> She's just going to sit down and just kind of hold her chin up with her hands. Oh, and now you're here... Well, Desi, this makes sense. I mean, I, I was trying to reach out to other friends and family, and I felt like nobody was responding to me. And uh, and then I decided that I wanted to see you, and well, here I am, and we've been talking. I need to back up a little bit. 
He tried to shoot a hurricane. You know how hurricanes are. I mean... Uh, yeah, Desi's father is this. He's very aggressive, you know. He's a very masculine type of fellow. Plus, honey, we're, from, mean, we're from Florida. <laughs> okay, never mind. That does track. It explains so much, doesn't it? It explains several things, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm a, I'm, I know my accent's Texan, but I'm an Oklahoma boy myself. Anyway, you know, I love me some some places in Oklahoma. Quite beautiful. Anyway, I think we're getting off topic. Diz, can you? This is this is weird, Diz. Tell me about it. I, I can't imagine that it's any less weird for you. Should I? Should I call the gang? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Mom, did you at any point see like a bright light and walk away from it? <laughs> Oh, I mean, you know how I have photosensitivity, darling. I just <laughs> Oh no. And I, I have texted sorry, I have texted uh uh Sly and Rose saying, Hey, Des's mom is here and probably dead. Come by, please. I'm confused. <laughs> oh, that's quite a quite a message there. Dez's mom is now a spooky ghost. <laughs> wow. Ugh. Sensitive. Real sensitive there. Yeah, but I'm not there right now, so I can say that. <laughs> well, you're heading there, I assume. Yeah. What, what, one has to assume when one is dealing with a ghost mom situation, you're gonna sort of drop everything. Yeah, uh, Rose on her way. <laughs> These job applications can wait. Des needs me. <laughs> For narrative convenience's sake, I think we can skip to the skip ahead to the scene where uh, Sly and Roe have uh, made their way to to the Brown residence. Hey guys, so this is Rose. She was my mother. I'm still your mother. Just because I'm dead doesn't change that I gave birth to you. I don't know how to... Um, I, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, hi, Mrs. Dez's mom. You can call me Rose, like the flower. Oh, okay. Hi, Rose. So, walking in, you have uh, a young lady, probably ripped jeans, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, that you've got there. Yeah, definitely ripped jeans and uh, definitely the youngest person in the group. And also you have, uh, what are you, six foot tall there, Sly? Uh, six foot buck 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So a little over six foot tall. Uh, well, well-maintained skinny black dude uh, who are you wearing your your doctor's coat right now? Well, the doctor's coat is more of a dark blue than a white these days because trying to sneak around while wearing a bright white coat is really freaking stupid. <laughs> so, yes, it's navy blue. that's there you go. So that's who you've got uh, walking into your your mother's house. If you recall, Rose, this house belonged to your mom before she passed. Well, of course, I remember. Desi, oh, yeah, so that. Um, this is Dr. Sylvester Cooper-Smith, and this is Ro Common. Howdy. It's very nice to meet you. I, I haven't met many of her friends, you see. 
Well, at least I have friends now. We were friends. Des, I'm honored. So I love you very much. Um, Rose, uh, what brings you by? What's uh, what's going on with your whole deal? You kind of a ghost. I just found this out myself uh, recently, so I'm still processing everything. But apparently, I I'm dead, and I've been dead for God knows how long. Well, God probably knows exactly how long, but I have no idea. And uh, <laughs> the only person I could get in touch with was my daughter. So I'm here. And does how do we feel about dead mom? Uh, a bit, it's a bit overwhelming. I uh, haven't heard from her in seven, eight years. And here she is and she's dead. Uh, it's a lot. <sighs> yeah, it seems like it um well i'm gonna make you some tea because that's what you do when i'm freaking out so ro goes and gets does some tea and tries to not freak out because she's never dealt with whatever's going on here so she's kind of freaked out and scared valid that's valid uh, um mom i uh, just like i i need you to just Dig real deep here for a moment. Um, in your in, deep inside of you, in your heart of hearts, do you, is there something that, some sort of purpose why you're here, or um, something unfulfilled, or um? Well, I mean, when I came in, I was uh, trying to get you back into the talk show circuit, and uh, maybe it has something to do with that. I mean, uh. We never did get you on that Oprah Winfrey show, darling. You were on. Uh, you were on talk shows. Ro has dropped the tea she brought in. <laughs> oh, not the rug. <laughs> that rug's original to the house. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the. Uh, explain. Explain while I clean this up, please. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> I didn't have much of a childhood because um, from the age of four, I could see and talk with ghosts. So my parents, um, you know, wrung this towel out as far as they could by, you know, having me do the fairs and the talk show circuits and the cable access television. And um, it got to the point where, you know, uh, I had to in order to just continue to go to school and to have some time to myself, I took on two different jobs, one before school and one after school, so I would be too tired to actually do psychic mediumship anymore. At the age of 15, I sued for legal emancipation from my parents and for the um, for the rights to this house that was left to me in the will, and I won. And I have not seen my parents since. And now Mother is here and... I cannot go back to doing talk shows and television. Oh my god. I'll be I mean, a, it would be dangerous. I feel like, first of all, you're probably not considering the person asking you is, uh, with, and I say this with all due respect, ma'am, uh, no longer of this plane. And, um, secondly, because given... Everything. That is a very, very bad idea. Exactly. It is not a good idea. So, Mother, your unfinished business has nothing to do with me going back on television. I will never go back on television. You cannot make me. 
living or dead. So it's got to be something else. I, I just don't know, Desi. I mean, I always wanted the best for you. I don't know why you always thought that so much. Did she? You wanted what was best for you, mother. Did she? Well, I, I'm sorry to step in here. Um, Did she ask to go on these talk shows? How could a four, five, six-year-old ask to go on a talk show? I mean, please. We were making the best decision for her at the time. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite my tongue here. Uh, yeah, ask her yeah. about who paid for her four houses and her, you know, extra No, I did the mental extraneous. math and I, I figured that out, but, um... Or Gary Coleman did? They, they, they apparently did Gary Coleman does, yeah. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, every part of my life now, it is because I have put in the work and I've done it all by myself. And that is fine. I'm fine with that. I didn't need you to go to college. I didn't need you to graduate. I didn't need you during the darkest, most alone points in my life. And I don't need you now for the high points. Well, does it clearly I'm here for some reason, darling? Then what is it so you can go? I don't know. I mean, just mother wanting to be with her daughter. I just, uh, if it's not the talk shows, maybe it's, uh, something else. Maybe it's, uh, well, I, I don't know exactly, but I, it is good to see you, and, uh, maybe I just missed you a little bit. I'm sorry, Mom. I wish I had the opportunity to miss you, but I need to be alone for a bit. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go see Grammy. I'll, I'll be back. You, you need company, or do you need me to hold down the fort here? Please hold down the fort. I just need to be alone for a bit. All right, um, text me if you need me. Yeah. So, Alvy's just gonna turn around a chair and just straddle it and just lean over <laughs> the the front, the uh, back of it. So, your husband went to fight a hurricane with a shotgun, and that's the last solid thing you Mm, it is the last thing I remember other than being on this front porch today, but I just, I don't, I don't really know. Everything's very fuzzy. Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, so, to get you up to speed a little bit, um, this, this whole ragtag band we've got here, we, uh, we're sort of, kind of the strange line of defense between Burlington and weird supernatural bullshit, and Dez has been a very heavy hand in that, so. It's been, we all know about the supernatural whatnot, so that's why none of us are terribly surprised to see a ghost, I guess. Well, I'm glad for that, and uh, it makes me happy to hear that she's been using her gift. She ever talk to you about an imaginary friend when she was a kid? Oh, gosh, I mean, she didn't have any real friends, at least none that I can remember, but I don't recall an imaginary friend. All right, um, he's just gonna bite the bullet. No one named, like, Jack or anything? Jack? Doesn't ring a bell. No, I don't think so. I don't remember any Jack. I'm terribly sorry. It's fine. It's uh, probably not important. Can I ask you something? 
Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Is Desi happy? That is, uh, that's a bit tough. I've certainly seen her happy. I don't know if she's happy all around, but I know she's, uh, she's kind of made a life for herself here. She's, uh, keeping herself in good shape. She's, you know, working the grind, making money, and she's, uh, working with us to try and make a positive difference, so. She's not being exploited uh, by her parents? She has a family. Bro, that's... No, no. Albion? No. You exploited her. And abused her. For her power? I... <sighs> what is wrong with you? Listen, I can admit we may have made some mistakes, but I did not exploit my child. She had a beautiful life. She traveled a lot. She got to meet some wonderful people. I mean, it was so exciting for her to be all over the United States, all over the world. For her or for you? I mean, what I got out of it and my husband cut out of it is really neither here nor there. It, it is kind of yes. here or there. Was she happy? I'm sorry. To, I, I, know, I know you're dead and we shouldn't be ganging up on you, but uh, yeah, it, it is here or there. I may have benefited a bit off of my daughter. You own how many houses? Well, four. Oh. Owned. I'm sorry. You forgive the aggression. We are all... Me especially, protective of Des. She's one of ours. We have fought alongside her. Rose. Sorry, as as Albion is talking, Rose, uh, how do you how do you feel about being ganged up on right now? I I realize that um you know, these people are coming to my daughter's defense, and that's actually compelling to me because I haven't really seen her with friends before so I think it's taking me aback and I'm not necessarily taking it personally as an affront to me but I think I'm more surprised at just this community that she has who is standing up for her okay all right continue we've we've had to fight and I mean very literally fight alongside this so if we seem protective, it's because we have literally bled alongside each other. Oh, you guys have bled. I've been all right. <laughs> Man, shut the fuck up, smartass. <laughs> well, it sounds like my daughter's very lucky to have you. Yeah, she is. We're lucky to have her. Yeah. It, it does go both ways. She's... Oh. Sorry. It's all right. I mean, I always just felt like... She was just trying to be difficult, you know, that she was trying to, to run away or escape or emancipate herself, you know. And uh, I just, I thought that maybe she just didn't really like people, that she didn't get along with anybody. And maybe being on the road and all that would actually be better for her. And I'm starting to realize that maybe I did keep her from making meaningful relationships. Well, despite that, I... I think she's turned out all right. She's compassionate. She's brave as hell, despite the fact that she herself might not admit that. She is a tough, badass, scarf-wearing little cookie. <laughs> and I'm proud to uh, call her my friend. So if we seem a little 
aggressive. I speak for myself, mostly. That's part of why. It's all right. I'm not taking anything to heart. I mean, I don't really have one that's beaten anyway, so... That is fair. Can I ask you another question? Yep. Do you think she, uh... I mean, maybe not today or tomorrow, but, uh... Do you think she might be able to forgive me someday? I'm afraid I can't answer that one because I'm not in her head right now. And I've not really dealt with this kind of situation. So, afraid I'm not experienced. But I know if you were asking Ro, Ro would say no. It would take a hell of a lot for... I, I don't even know. I'm I'm mad at you, Miss Mrs. Brown. What whatever I'm supposed to call you. It would take a lot for a child of someone who hurt just, you hurt her. You could do as much as you can, and forgiveness is going to come in her own time if she decides so. So I don't know. Probably not. Maybe. 30 years? I don't know. Well, I mean, what's 30 years when you're dead? <laughs> yes, so. Huh. Hey, everyone, it's Michael, your game master and spooky boy. Be- because it's October. October's the spooky month. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, Uh, and I would like to say especially a huge thank you to our special guest, Jacqueline Martell. Uh, She is a wonderful actor and improviser who can be found doing work with the Stranger Than Fiction Improv Company. Uh, They have a Zoom show coming up in November because the show must go on and they're taking their improv shows to the digital stage. Uh, It is sometime in November. Date is still TBA. You can find them on Facebook at Stranger Than Fiction Improv and Comedy or go to their website, stfimprov.com. That is stfimprov or St. Fimprov, as they say, dot com. Again, huge thanks. Uh, Jackie's a good friend and a wonderful friend of the show uh, who just just we were delighted to have her play Desdemona's mom. I just couldn't ask for better. And speaking of things that you couldn't ask for better of pets, you got pets right now. Things are difficult and times are hard and weird. And you know what? Your pets are there for you especially during times when things kind of suck. Uh, Pets are kind of cool that way. So they've been good for you and for your health. So why not do something good for your pets and go to Chewy.com? You can get pet supplies of all kinds, including prescription foods and medications from their pharmacy, auto-shipped to you with regular scheduled deliveries so you never run out of pet food or other essentials ever again, Chewy also fulfills all orders directly, so you know that your pet is getting stuff uh, straight from them, not from resellers or other partners to fill their orders. And uh, on top of that, they do some really wonderful charitable work for helping uh, animals in need, and their customer service is there for you 24-7. So go do right by your pet, because they do right by you. 
you know? You scratch their back, they... Okay, maybe don't have your pet scratch your back. That would probably actually hurt really bad. Unless it's a fish? People have fish. And I think fish can scratch your back. That might be fine. Save 30% on your first auto ship order with Chewy by going to our link, which is bit.ly slash Chewy PPN. That is bit.ly slash Chewy, C-H-E-W-Y, P-P-N. And thanks again to Chewy for sponsoring us. We'd also like to say thanks, as usual, to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show, as well as other wonderful shows like Steampunks, which is about women and other non-cis men in steam fields, No Dice, our uh, D&D actual play podcast, where we did the show swap with them, which was delightful and Home Viewing, the husband and wife movie review show. Go listen to that if you ever want to hear John rail about Catholicism vis-a-vis the movie Cats. It's a trip. Social media is making the world worse during the election cycle, but you can follow us on it at Twitter and Facebook at GMMcast. And, well, we kind of use it for all of our advertising because we don't pay to advertise, it's all word of mouth. So if you do tweet about us, please use the hashtag GMMcast. And you could end up as an NPC on the show, too. And speaking of tweeting, we're doing a Q&A bonus episode for our one-year anniversary on January 1st, 2021. So tweet questions at the cast and crew with the hashtag AskGMMcast. And if you like your social media to be a little more direct and a little less openly social, get in our Discord! It's not social media. I don't know why I framed it that way. But we do do weekly Jackbox games. Uh, We also have a Jackbox party pack coming out on October 23rd. And as soon as that drops, we are going to play it that night. It's going to be fun. Link to the Discord is in our episode description. Hey, if you enjoy the music uh, in the podcast, well, first of all, thanks. I'm glad you enjoy it. And second, if you want to have it, you can. The soundtrack for the first two chapters is now available at my personal band camp, which is Michael Freitag, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-F-R-E-I-T-A-G dot bandcamp dot com. Uh, if you want to support us uh, or me directly, that would be a really wonderful way to do it. I realized that I've been working on a soundtrack for a podcast for a literal year, and uh, the fact that people listen to it and enjoy it is just really, really cool. You know what else is cool? Voting. Being registered to vote. And then going and doing the dang thing. And also, um, not voting for our president to be our president anymore. Because he's bad at his job. And shouldn't have it anymore. Well, that's enough out of me for this break. Back to more me, I guess. Oh, and also five other awesome people. Bye! Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for Good Horses, Bad Plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life. Let's cut outside to Desdemona visiting her grandmother's headstone. It's obviously quite cold out. 
Uh, I'm sure you're bundled up um, next to the familiar spot of... You've been here several times before, just in this adventure, in fact. You've been here a lot. So, wh what do you say? She kind of kneels down and puts her head against this, the stone. Grammy. I wish you were here right now. I'm so confused. I don't know how to feel right now. All I know is that everything hurts. I don't know what to do. I wish you could say something. Tell me what to do. You always knew what to do. And she's going to pull out her phone. And she's going to kind of think about think about sending a message then no then she's gonna uh she's gonna text warden beaumont uh yeah she's gonna say um mm, not an emergency but could use you right now uh meet me outside my house okay um as you are sending that you do hear it's it seems like it's the wind kind of a, a little bit of a breeze picking up and uh, sort of pushing sound against your ear and uh, you hear in that a bit of a voice and it asks did that bitch just set foot in my house <laughs> <laughs> Did. Oh, mercy. Well, we're going to have a right seeing to about that now, aren't we? And, um, you, uh, there seems to be a bit of, uh, of a change in the atmosphere around. Uh, the lights in your house dim a little. <laughs> Everyone inside obviously notices this. And a, um, you see for the first time since you've been visiting your grandmother's headstone, uh, this, this shade starting to walk across the plots. It's a oh, shade oh. that you recognize. Oh, wait, wait for me. <laughs> <clears throat> and, uh, she walks right through the wall of your house and oh boy. into the parlor. Uh, all of you in the parlor now see a, you see this spectral form just emerge uh, from that sort of dimness uh, that has, has befallen the, the house as all the shades are drawn uh, the curtains, rather, are, are drawn closed, so the natural light coming in has been rather depleted. And uh, as the lights in the house come back up to their proper brightness, you see this just sort of wispy uh, spectral form of a an old woman that looks, well, 
She looks familiar because you've now seen both Desdemona's face and Rose Brown's face. So, well, she looks like kind of like both of them, just aged up. Oh, I've slept in this woman's house. <laughs> Des is trying to get into the house as quickly as possible. Uh, Wait, don't start without me. Uh, 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 the it. door is. You find you find that the your own door is locked. <laughs> oh, she's gonna start going through pockets, pouches, anything. Okay. Hello, Rose. Mother, is that you? Yes, it is. We have so much to catch up on. Mother. Oh, shit. I don't know what's happening. Oh. Grammy, don't start without me, please. She's like banging at the door. <laughs> I'm going to go try and let uh, Dez in. Okay, well, uh, the door refuses to open for you and you would have to make a might check to attempt to open it, which, you know, might damage the frame. Albion, what's going on? Um, your grandma's home and she's, uh, pretty righteously pissed. Come on! I should be there! I'm, I'm trying, man. The door's, the door's kind of fucked. Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Am I alone with two ghost ladies while these people... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back yes. into the room while Sylvester <laughs> rips the door open. So are we using, so am I using might to open the door? Or can I just use fists and just put my foot through the lock? <laughs> uh, well, if you want to be the one that breaks <laughs> Des's home, that's totally your call. Okay, oh cool. God, guys. I'll send her the bill. No. She said you can send me the bill. <laughs> Someone's sending me a bill. <laughs> okay. Um. Make make me a, a fists to attempt to kick that door open. Okay, feats roll. Alright. <laughs> it should just be um, feats and not fists. I mean, it's the same. Kicks. Oh. Only because you're a kick boy. Yeah. Grammy's gonna be pissed. I got a six. Okay. Oh, my door. Well. Ooh, ouch. Um, so... A defense was just rolled against that. Fuck. And uh, you need to make me an athletics roll to defend against <laughs> something else. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's see. My side door. That is a four. Sweet. Uh, so that does not beat the six maneuver attempt at you. <laughs> oh, boy. And... Um, that will send you basically flying from the foot uh, as you try to kick the door, and the door decides to kick you back. <gasps> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Dude, ah! I need to have words with her. Okay! Mother. Rosalie Brown, do you know what you have done to your own flesh and blood? Mother, why are you always being so dramatic? Just come out and say it. This is my house. You know my rules. And I will be as dramatic as I goddamn well please. You know, you played Blanche Dubois one time at community college, and this is what we all had to suffer through. 
And you were in Gypsy once, and it left quite an indelible impression on you, did it not? Sylvester is going to be laughing weakly as he rises up to his feet. (laughs) (laughs) Des is moving to the porch to see if she can try to see through any of the windows into the parlor. I know they're shuttered, but she doesn't know that yet. Yep, all of the curtains are drawn. Any shutters that are there have well been shuttered. It's not cool, Grammy. So, Mama, tell me. There's a rocking chair out there. She rocks agitatedly. (laughs) Mama, tell me why you're so upset. You know, you ought to know exactly why I'm so upset. And now I can finally have this out with you. I done my best to raise you. I know I wasn't there for very long, unfortunately. But I had you when I was a bit older than I would have liked, so I didn't have as much time on this mortal coil to impart good morals of values on you, it seems. Ran away with whomever that was that you done ended up marrying. Mother... This is just old news. I mean, you never approved of my husband, so what? So I never would have approved of the way that you treated your own daughter, my sweet Desdemona. Who wouldn't be here if I hadn't married that scoundrel that you so hate. Hmm. Well, you could have married any old scoundrel that I would have hated, but you had to marry that one. (sighs) Beside the point, Desdemona Brown, it doesn't mean anything to you that she emancipated herself from you and came to live here? I just thought that she was, was a strong girl, and I'm, I'm proud of her. And you never put the dots together that I left her the house and the will and not you. Well, I have this four is the houses, house that you were, And this is the house that you were born in, raised in. I don't know. I just maybe thought that you wouldn't think I'd like it. My God, I, I should have been more concerned about just your morals. Apparently you're dumb, too. I don't know how we managed that. You always seemed like a bright girl, but you can't put two and two together now, can you? May I interject real quick? No! Guys, I don't And, uh, I need you to, I need you to roll a discipline. All right, that is, what am I, what's my target? Uh, that's a six. Uh, Okay, I rolled plus three. My discipline is two. I am going to tag, um, I'm going to tag Protective Streak a mile long and hit uh, by that target of six. Okay, well, um, you decide to shrug off the, uh, sort of ectoplasmic thwap coming your way. Uh, the intent of it was pretty much just to sort of knock the, uh, knock the wind out of you and keep you from talking for a moment. How about yes? This is her house, like you just said, and you have locked her outside of it. You're doing this on her behalf, you say? Let her the fuck into her own home. Yeah. Excuse my language. Make Man. a... I think that's an intimidation roll you gotta make now. Alrighty. And that is... Two pluses. That is a three. I assume that you're doing this as a maneuver and not just a straight attack. Yeah, this is a maneuver. Okay. 
And um, I'm going to, again, tag Protector Streak a mile long to make that a five. Okay. Well, you didn't even know the results of the roll, but it turns out you needed to if you wanted it to work. So mm-hmm. she looks you up and down. And uh, you realize that her her spectral form is uh, kind of really scary to look at right now. <laughs> so like uh, the librarian from Ghostbusters at the beginning? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's just kind of like pissed off uh, in all those fun 80s special effects kinds of ways. Get her and, away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as you as you, uh, you know, sort of yell at her and chastise her for her her act of selfishness, uh, uh her her ectoplasm sort of composes itself and she doesn't look quite as uh, intimidating and frightening, and she becomes more the picture of a genteel older lady who, uh, well, the curtains draw themselves open and the the door is uh, allowing you in now. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> She's going to come into the parlor. What happened? We were just having some words about your upbringing. I'm... I'm sure she's probably had enough of that, maybe. Desi, your your grandmother here seems to think I've done a piss-poor job at raising you and that I'm also quite stupid. Well, I mean, I've never seen your grades or anything, Mama, but, uh, I mean, I think the rest we've been trying to convince you of all afternoon. And I do apologize for the insult on your behalf. I might admit that I was... I was losing my religion. I just think that Des has been locked out of these conversations for long enough. You know, Desi, when Mm. you were visiting uh, your grandmother's headstone, I was uh, sitting here talking with your friends, and um, I have to say I'm quite impressed with uh, how protective they are of you and how much you seem to mean to this little community. And Well, it just got me thinking that maybe I did keep you from, uh, I don't know, having some meaningful relationships when you were younger. And I'm sorry. You've you've never apologized to me before. I guess I just never thought I had done anything wrong. I convinced myself that, you know, everything that we did for you, honey, was the best thing that we could be doing for you at the time. But, well, your friends seemed pretty angry with me, which means you must have been very angry with me and your father. And, um... Not angry, just unhappy. Well, that's the other thing I asked them about, too, if you were happy. I mean, I have my days, Mom, but I have a support system now. I have a family stronger than blood. And they're all the living people in this room right now. I love them. You know, you never told me you loved me very much, and uh, well, I guess I can't really blame you for never saying it. But, uh, Desi, I I love you. I always have, and uh, I do regret ever doing wrong by you. Des is just going to look very overwhelmed for a moment. Halloween is going to offer to put an arm around her. I'm, I'm okay. Just going to nod, step back. I mean, Mom, there's... There's a lot of regrets, but it turned out okay. 
You actually turned out better than I could have hoped for, darling. Thank you. I have a question for Desdemona. Mm-hmm. In this moment, I know this is a very loaded question. Do you forgive her for any of it? I think that she sees it that even though it sucked while it happened, um, listening to her mother speak today kind of convinces Desdemona a bit that she thinks that her mom only thought she was doing what was best, even though it was very misguided and very narcissistic. Uh, but goodness, like, if she couldn't forgive right now, then when is she ever going to? Your your grandmother, the shade of your grandmother kind of cocks her head and looks somewhere that you can't quite identify. And she she looks Rose in the eye and Rose looks her back and she just nods and extends her hand. Well, Desi, I, uh, I think your grandmother wants me to go with her. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, if you, uh, if you're around again, uh, you can visit. You mean that? N- not, not all the time. Uh, I mean, I know time probably is a little different for you, but every once in a while, I suppose, we can make this work. Well, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate your hospitality. And, uh, uh, just, I haven't felt like this in a long time, that your heart was actually somewhat open to me. So, uh, it just means, it means the world. Mom, I'm sorry that it took you dying for it to come to this. Oh, baby, I'm sorry it took me dying, too. Shoot, I wish I could hug you. <laughs> it would I probably mean, feel you, really gross. I mean, you could. I mean, you, you can manifest physically, after all. Dizzy, you want to give your mama a hug just one last time? Oh, this is going to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all you know... Let me emancipate you from from holding your mother. It's okay. She'll she'll give her like a really quick like awkward. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> it's um. The hug lasts longer than you actually expect. Um, it's it's not quite the sensation that you had expected, uh, given your previous interactions. And yes, it's still cold and it's still clammy, but. There's an unusual sort of warmth to it mixed in there. It feels it feels like it feels like the kind of warmth that radiates out uh, from the very center of you when somebody that you care about acknowledges forgiveness. And as you as you separate from the hug, you realize that your mother has never looked more beautiful in her entire life or death and as the as she turns and walks away into some distance that you can't quite perceive she seems to be walking much further than the physical confines of the house should allow uh, she and your grandmother and the shade of your grandmother uh seems to sort of untether itself 
at the smallest level and disappear. And shortly after, so does your mother's poltergeist as well. And then the back door of your place just sort of you hear a, a flustered uh, sort of tumble and uh, somebody just sort of busts in the door and Warden Beaumont uh, says, oh, I'm so sorry about your chrysanthemums. I used the way to get here as quick as I could. What's happening? <laughs> oh, you missed it all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.